If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind the scenes juice on Claire's upcoming season of The Bachelorette and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. What's up, everybody? Welcome to podcast number 184. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Got a really fun show for you today. It's Big Brother related. Um, And we have a surprise Big Brother guest uh, that pops along as well. A couple things to get to before we uh, get started on today's podcast. Um, If you're listening right now, you're listening probably on the day this was released, which is May 28th. Next Friday would have been the Reality Steve Fan Appreciation Party in Las Vegas. Clearly, that has been postponed. Probably going to end up getting canceled. I just don't know how I can justify throwing a 100-person party in one room when Las Vegas is just opening up next week, it looks like, and they have social distancing all throughout the hotel. Um, it just it doesn't seem to make sense unless unless we are at a not social distancing place in September or October. I, I just don't see how I'm going to be able to throw the party this year. If they can just say, "Oh yeah, no, you can anybody can come to Vegas and no social distancing and no masks and you know just wash your hands frequently." If if that's the case by September or October, then I probably will throw a party, but. I have a hard time believing that's going to be the case. So, um, yeah, this is the first time. Uh, this would have been year number six. Looks like we're just going to have to uh, make next year year number six unless something crazy happens. So, also, we got uh, we got Big Brother today. And it's interesting because those of you that know, I never watched Big Brother, ever. Never watched one season until last summer. And... I only watched it because I knew Holly was going to be on and Holly was a former podcast guest and someone I had kept in touch with. And I was like, Oh cool. I know somebody on big brother. I'll watch. And so I did. And then, um, you know, we had cat on a few weeks ago, Catherine Dunn. And then this week, Tommy Bracco, who was one of the more popular contestants in the house. I think he was clearly well liked by a a lot of the audience. Uh, uh, Tommy comes on this week 
And then around about 50 minutes into the podcast, uh, I got a little surprise for Tommy. Um, and it's perfect because earlier in the podcast, he sets it up with uh, how he was the mastermind behind Cat's Eviction and then uh, decided to bring Cat on. Uh, and uh, he had no idea. Um, and if you go to my Instagram story or my Twitter account, you'll be able to see the actual video footage of uh, when we surprised Tommy with that information. So let's just get going. Podcast number 184. Okay, uh, let's bring him in. You remember him from last summer's Big Brother season 21. He made it all the way to the final five, and then was unceremoniously let go, evicted, voted out by Cliff and Nicole. It is Tommy Bracco. Tommy, how you doing? Oh, Steve. Wow, what an intro. Thank you. Um, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. We, we're going to get to that elimination because, honestly, as a, as a viewer, that wasn't the way it was supposed to go down. So there must have been something that we were unaware of unless... Okay, it was so wild. To- yeah. There was a lot more to it. There was okay. that then they showed. It's it's so frustrating because the feeds get cut off. You know, this is the twenty four hour live feeds. They yeah. get cut off certain times. Uh, and when everything went down, the feeds cut out, and it was too close to the episode. And then you know, because the show is only an hour long, they don't have time to air everything that happens. So it, it there was more to it. I would say, you yeah. know, the most common thing that I hear that I get is I can't believe that. Jackson's lie got you evicted. But the truth is, Nicole and Cliff never believed his lie. They came to me right after the fight in the kitchen and they said, we believe you. We know he's telling, he's not telling the truth. Um, but then more stuff just kind of came out afterwards that wasn't aired. And that's kind of what made solidified the decision. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. hit on that a little bit deeper as we, as we get into things, but let's start off with your casting of the show. First off, how did you get cast? Was this the first time you'd ever applied? Were you a super fan of this show? How did it all come about for you? I'm a major super fan of the show. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Even after the show, I can't stop watching it. Like, so when people get off the show, they have like one of two reactions. I, a lot of people have PTSD. They can't watch it ever again. And I, I can't stop watching it. I've just been binging old seasons. It's always on in the background. And that's always how I have been. I just, I'm so fascinated by the show. It uh, like the whole social uh, experiment aspect of it. I think it's amazing and so interesting. Um, I love studying it. So I, I really do truly love the show. I tried out for it three other times. I was in finals for another season. They brought me out to LA for that. I didn't make it on. Um, but it, I'm glad that everything worked out the way it did. Um, cause I got to do it and I was, and it was perfect the way it was. I really loved it. And you were, um, explain to everybody what your job is. You are in Broadway productions, right? Yeah. So I'm a Broadway performer. Um, but you know what, it, that's a really hard lifestyle. It's tons of auditioning. You're out of work a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, so the two Broadway shows that I've done are Newsies and Pretty Woman. Okay. Uh, and I was I was doing Pretty Woman, and I had to leave it to go do the uh, to do Big Brother. Um, apparently, I don't know if this is true or not, but what I've heard rumor is that uh, Big Brother does not like to hire actors. They want real people. So that's kind of why I think they were on the fence about bringing me on Mm -hmm. to begin with, because they'll, they want to have real people. You know, they just eventually when they kept getting to know me, they saw that I I am a real person. Just my job is that I'm a performer, a dancer, um, an actor too. But 
it's I know how to separate my work from who I am. And when I got to do, you know, be in the house, I got to just be myself. Um, but I think that's why they were on the fence is what I've heard. I don't know if it's true or not, though. Makes sense. Well, clearly now, obviously, with the shutdown of everything, there's been no Broadway shows. How how is yeah. it? Been? How has it been for you the last two months? What have you been doing? So I'm the type of person I like to always just be really busy. I can't stop moving. I wake up, you know, bright and early, 7.30 in the morning. I go to bed late at night and I don't stop moving from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed. Um, I went back to school because auditions were kind of, you know, slow. Um, And I wanted to make sure that I was still working towards bettering myself somehow. So I'm back in school and I'm so glad that I did that because then the shutdown happened and I've been busy with that, which I'm so grateful for. Uh, So yeah, honestly, it's, it's always something different, but right now I'm focusing on that. Um, And we'll see, hopefully the shutdown doesn't last too much longer and then we can get back to auditioning and I can get back on stage. Yeah. I was going to say when, when you went into the game, when you went into season 21, Mm-hmm. Being such a super fan, you obviously probably have favorite seasons and past favorite players. Did you have a plan? Oh, yeah. Did you have a plan to pattern your game after anyone? And if you did, whoever you say, I'm probably not going to know who they are anyway. So I. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> did you have a guy or a girl that you were like, I really liked the way they played? I kind of want to play that. So route. yeah, totally. I the way I see it with Big Brother is every you have to look at. Uh, I can't play, you know, Jackson won last season. I could never go in the house and play Jackson's game and win. I have to play the best game for me. And I know that that sounds corny. It's like, you know, you got to look inside. But the truth is every single individual has different strengths and different weaknesses. You need to really dive in and do soul searching before you go into the house to learn what your strengths are and turn them into a game strategy. So for me, I'm like, this like crazy guy. I'm very outgoing. I'm always trying to have a good time. So I feel like my strategy, I guess, was just to be myself and make people have fun, uh, to create like a, a family with everybody. Cause that's who I am in real life. And then win competitions when I had to. Um, but you know, it's, there's no right or wrong way to play the game. So that's why it's a little tricky. And I was going to say, you know, obviously not having ever played the game and not being familiar with it until I watched your season. I yeah. think one of the things is once you get in the house, you you really don't. You could have a strategy thinking you're going to do it this way, but until you see the rest of your cast and their personalities, yep. I guess you can't really know, oh, I'm definitely going to execute what I had going in. You just have to kind of adjust right. on the fly, I would think. Yeah, you just have to adapt. I think that's like the biggest thing that everyone says when they leave. Like the game of Big Brother is learning to adapt to what's going on in the house. Being intuitive, which I'm not, honestly, I'm not very intuitive, but I think that's a big part of it too is knowing what's going on, being able to read the signs, uh, connect the dots between who's friends with who. You got to be very observant. Um, Is it observant or observant? Observant, right? Observant. Well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Here, here's some. Here, um, yeah. <laughs> here's something that I ask all my bachelor people: is on that first night when they get out of the limo and they get to the cocktail party and they're just surveying the room. Who did you size up? Who did you think was your biggest competition? Stuff like that. So when you got in the house, we'll get to Christy in a second because obviously, yeah, I was gonna say that's all that was on my mind. <laughs> yeah. So when you got there with Christy, um, when you look around, when you looked around the house, is there anybody that you immediately thought? Obviously, you knew nothing about them, but was there anybody that immediately thought, oh, shit, that's going to be the competition, or 
I think I'll vibe well with this person or I don't think I'll vibe well with this person and maybe you ended up do vibing with them or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I'll vibe with them and then it just, for whatever reason, maybe you didn't hit it off. And anyway, It seemed like you were friends with a lot of people, so I don't see that happening. But when your first initial impressions, like if I were to go down the list and give you five names of your cast, can you remember what your initial impression was of each? I'll be honest. I truly can't remember <laughs> my first impressions. I really can't. Okay. I know that like, what I will say is that there are people in the house that I don't have any friends like them in real life. I would have never met a person like them, and I wound up loving them, but I, I just don't have any friends like them in real life. Like yeah. Jackson, I, he's a jock, straight, this like brooding, you know, all-American, southern guy. I don't have any friends like that. I don't know why. I never met a person like that. Yeah. And yet he's so awesome. He's great. Nicole, she's like this peculiar nerdy but like spunky um girl from long island i would have i don't i don't know anybody like her and now it's funny because nicole and i actually weren't super close in the house the first half of the season but towards the second half something clicked and i and now she's like truly one of the people that i'm the closest to moving out of the house and i it just i would have never had a friend like her if it weren't for this experience even Cliff, it, there's literally I could go on and like there's just so many different archetypes of people, and I'm used to dealing with theater people and people from Staten Island, Italians that are crazy. Like I just never met people like these guys, and it it was a really, I you know I'm I'm grateful that it happened like that. But in terms of first impressions, I was so were like as soon as i saw christy i blacked out so i i truly don't remember my first impressions people would go around the house saying like what their first impressions of people were and i would never have anything to contribute in terms of the convo because i truly just blacked out as soon as christy walked in the house yeah so the biggest thing was right off the bat your relationship with christy she dated your cousin for seven years i can't remember was that breakup close to the time of filming starting or no. Yeah, it was my aunt. So oh, she aunt. dated my oh. yeah, my aunt and uh it's fine. My my aunt's like there it's a like she's uh my mom's sister, so she's like significantly older too. It was like a, a very taboo relationship when it first started. Yeah. But they dated for seven years. They were, you know, on and off as a lot of lesbians are. Uh and <laughs> um they <laughs> and but they uh they broke up for good, like one or two months before the show. They got a house together in Jersey and then broke up right away. And then, broke up. And then me and her get on Big Brother together. Now, who was I'm wild. Sure, I'm, sure you've, I'm sure you've been asked this, and I'm sure that there's something. There is no way that you didn't know that Christy was coming on the show, right? No, I truly... Well, here's the thing. So we both knew that we were in the process, okay. but we just assumed that they would like casting people that we spoke to about it. They would be like, there's no shot in hell. They're going to put two Staten Island gay people, like people from the LGBTQ plus community. There's no way we're going to put both of them with the same accent in the house together. So I, and that 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 I was on and that knew each other. other, Right. Exactly. Um, So I just didn't think it would happen. I, I knew that I was on. So I thought, all right, Chris, I hope it's you next year. Is what I was thinking in, in the hotel before we went into the house. And then there yeah, she it, is. It, there she it goes. really was, was a surprise. I had no idea, and I, I freaked out. <laughs> um, she was better at it than I was. I, I was scared shit. <laughs> yeah, and then and then you get to a point where once she's in the house, you immediately discuss with her, "Let's keep this 
uh, a secret, right? You were just yeah. like, we, mm-hmm. we cannot tell anybody because why? You figured you would be targeted right away? Yeah, as soon as I see her, I'm like, okay, well, we're 16 strangers or 15 strangers. You, you're looking for somebody to target in the beginning. You have nothing to go off of except for first impressions. Yeah. If your first impression is that these people are going to vote together, work together, team together the whole entire time, that's an immediate target. So we had to keep it the secret in the beginning, but then once you start with the lie, you never want to give it up because then you'll be caught in a lie and then be a target because you lied the whole time. Let's talk a little bit about Magic Spoon. Growing up, cereal, one of the best parts of being a kid. I had a bowl before I went to bed every single night, although it was full of sugar and it was junk cereal. been trying to cut down on carbs and sugar and a healthy food recently. It's been tougher in quarantine, I must say. But I realized basically all the good stuff. I just I, I can't eat that stuff anymore. But with Magic Spoon, you've got zero sugar, 12 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. You've got four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. It tastes amazing. Honestly, it's too good to be true. The cocoa one is outstanding, and I really love the frosted one as well. Blueberry and fruity are good as well. Go to magicspoon.com slash Steve to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code Steve at checkout to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash Steve and use the code Steve for free shipping. We thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring the podcast. Everybody, you know, you guys were able to keep it a secret. Nobody... I think when we got to the end and we've and I've read in post show interviews and heard from the other you know contestants when they did interviews nobody even suspected it. You guys did a very good job. I think maybe one time during a discussion you or Christy might have said something that put you guys in the same area where you were from like she lives close yeah, she or something like did that. that. That was her. Yeah, okay. I was ready to kill her. Yeah, but nobody really ever picked up on it, right? Nobody like when you finally came out and told everybody once you guys were both in, you told them both when you were in jury, right? That's when it came out? No, I, I wound up, so once Christy, oh, once during Christy the was double elimination, yeah, she got eliminated. Once she got evicted, then I wanted to, they, so there was this pattern in the house. As soon as someone would get evicted, the whole next week, most of the house guests would just talk shit about that person <laughs> that just left as a way to bring the remaining house guests together. Yeah. yeah, thank God that person's gone because they were this, they were that. It was just a pattern that I noticed. So as soon as Christy left, majority of the people in the house would be talking shit on her, just like not even not like petty shit, just mostly. Wait, am I allowed to curse? Is that oh, okay? Oh yeah, no, it's no problem. Okay, cool. Sorry, um, I should have asked that before. But anyway, so most people would just like talk about like how dangerous she was and you know what a how they wanted to do this all along, like reveal a bunch of information about how they were not rooting for her all along. I didn't know this. Um, so basically Christy gets evicted and Nicole cliff, uh, Holly and Jackson are just spilling information, how dangerous she was, how they did not want to work with her. They wanted her out from the beginning. And I wanted to reveal my secret as a way to separate myself from her, to let them know why I made the decisions I did, why I took her off the block twice, why I worked with her without, like, I would never uh, break my ties with her because we are family. I wanted to let them know that I see all the things that they did, but the reason why I had to stick by her nonstop was because she's family. And I was hoping that that would, 
let them separate me from her and they wouldn't see her in me anymore. And when that they, was the goal with that. And when everyone did find out whether it was everybody that was left after she was eliminated in the house and then in jury, I can't remember if she told people right when she got to jury, but nobody still had suspected it. No one was like, Oh yeah, yeah. I, I could totally, I sensed that. Right. Nobody, yeah, no, nobody they, knew. they really, they really didn't. I think Holly like had a hint, like a hunch. Cause I remember when I was sitting on the bed telling her and Jackson, she looked at him like, uh-huh, I knew it. And you know, there was a whole thing because Kat and Holly knew each other too, going into the house. And uh, yeah. we, Christy and I got wind of this information and that's why we blew up the house on day 44 was like one of the most legendary uh, days in our season. Day 44. We always talked about it because we got word Apparently, Kat told Jackson that her and Holly knew each other right in the beginning. Then Jackson told Jack. Then Jack told Christy and I. And because Christy and I knew each other, we really bought that Kat and Holly knew each other. And we ran with the information. So we said, okay, we're not alone. Christy, you and I, we know that we know each other. We're hearing rumors that Kat and Holly do. They must know each other. And it must be a twist that there are two people couples in here that know each other so that's why when cat was on the block as a pawn we tried to flip the house and get her out because we viewed her and uh jackson and holly as a trio now and not just a duo did it, it was ever, all about numbers did it ever really come to light that cat and holly's relationship was they did know each other but it was very surface level and it wasn't as it's clearly not as close as you and christy um, like, it's you know it was not as close as Christy and I. Yeah. Um, but the fact of the matter is they were still were working together the same way in the house. They were going to be a to the end duo with each other, and Jackson was a part of that because of Jackson and Holly. So it really was still a trio, and that's why when I was Hoh, I targeted Cat because I wanted to break up the trio without getting on Holly and Jackson's bad side. Gotcha. So it's a, it's all it's a little confusing, I know. So that it's, was you said that was day so day forty four when you said it was an infamous day. That was yeah. the day that you and Christy told everybody about Cat and Holly. Well, yeah, yeah, that was the day we learned that information, and right. we tried to flip the house. It, Sam the and Cat were okay. on the block. Yeah, Sam and Cat were on the block, and the plan was to evict Sam. Mm-hmm. But once we found out that Cat and Holly knew each other, we tried to flip the house and send Cat out instead. But that's not when Cat went home. No. Then the next week, I won HOH and I sent her home. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was an evil I laugh. After you I, really, I do <laughs> love her. I love her, but I love that I evicted her. It's great. It's like a little. <laughs> you, you love her, but you love that you evicted her. Okay. Yeah, I love that I evicted her because I love that she gets mad about it still. <laughs> okay. Um, so what the funny thing is, okay, so let's go back to Christy for a second. When I had cat on the podcast mm-hmm. and I, I had a discussion about Christy cause I was like, Christy is one of the more, I mean, like I said, I've never watched any season before this one, but yeah, watching Christy on that season was almost maddening. I have just never seen somebody get so emotional over God, the, the announcement of what the next challenge was. Like she was crying over things that made no sense. And cat, swears up and down that Christy is not like that ever. If you ever saw Christy outside of television, she couldn't be any more different than how she came across on TV. You obviously know her really well. Um, do you agree with that? 
Steve, it was so freaking frustrating to be in the house with Christy because I know her and this was a side of her that I had never seen and I was scared of it and I didn't know how to get it under control. So I would literally go into a room and see her crying and I would, my insides would be turning. I would be just so anxious and nervous. I was constantly running away from her. She's not like that at all in real life. The house just like really messes with your head. It does. It changes people, the anxieties of the game and just not – I think that Christy – uh, you know, we talk a lot about control, her and I, like we like to be in control and in that house, you never feel like you're in control. So I think that's one of like the big things that gave her anxiety. Um, okay. and that made her paranoid in the house, but she's not like that in real life. She's not at all. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's, and it's hard, for, <laughs> it's hard for people that view that season to think that, well, maybe she's just emotional in real, in real life. Because she was, like I said, she was literally crying at stuff that a normal right. person would not cry at. Um, I know it's so funny. <laughs> I was just on the phone with her right before this, and we were talking. We were literally laughing about uh, when Nick was HOH. She just created out of thin air that she was going to go on the block. She was getting backdoored, and that. she started yeah. this. She started this like huge thing in the house. She she was crying, going, "I'm going up, I'm going up," and no one was ever talking about putting her on the block ever. And it became a huge ordeal in the house that day. Yeah, uh, <laughs> oh. it, it was so. I mean, I think the good thing is, at least for your game, is you know this alliance that started early, this grateful alliance, which was. Jackson, Holly, Jack, Annalise, you, Christy, and who it was uh, Bella and Nick, right? They were, they were, they were, they were of your, of your grateful. They were seven and eight because when you went to the six shooters, it didn't include those two, correct? Yeah. Yeah. That was because they were just doing a lot of, they were talking to everyone in the house and we were just catching them. Okay. But when, so they like, you know, they ran their mouths too much. So we, we had to kick them out. <laughs> the thing with the thing with grateful was i don't know i mean i you, i mean you've obviously watched the episode back and yeah maybe you read stuff from what was going on at the time the show was airing but the fans weren't too thrilled with grateful it seemed like no, they, the they, fans they hated, hated us you. yeah do you hated us did you it's have so... any sense that not that the not that you would have sense what the fans were thinking but did you ever have any sense that this grateful alliance i don't know i guess maybe isn't being well received did you ever think it to be honest with you i didn't i was i was surprised at how hated the alliance was when i got out i i really didn't expect that um i know that from watching the show you're always rooting for the underdog yeah and we were not the underdogs i know that yeah but the, what people forget fans of the show is that it's a game so where in real life, you know, there was the whole thing about Nicole being bullied, um, about, you know, there's a lot of racism stuff, talk from the show. Um, and what people forget is that it's a game. You have to do whatever it takes to get to the end to win. Um, in real life, if someone like Nicole was being bullied and I saw that or being ganged up on, I would stick up for the person. But when you when $500,000 is on the line – you can't make yourself a target. You can't act the way – like people hold you to uh, the standard of the things that you would do in real life. But it, it's – you don't act the way that you would in real life in this game. It is a game and you have to do whatever it takes to get forward. 
And, you know, Nicole is like a gamer too. So her and I have spoken about this a, a bunch and she knows how I feel about it. Um, and like she, what, the reason why I love her so much is because she is so, number one, forgiving, but also understands and she's so cool about it. Um, but that was frustrating to get out, like the bullying stuff uh, to get out and see because I'm not a bully. And it, to be like labeled as that yeah. was, was really tough. It was. It was for sure. Um, I would, you know, if that would happen in real life, I would stick up for the person in a heartbeat. When you're in the house, you don't have all the information. We thought that Nicole was feeding information to both sides of the alliance, trying to pin us against each other. And we thought we caught her and we wanted to celebrate that moment. We were like, wow, she was trying to make me hate you. She was trying to make me hate you. We caught her. Let's celebrate. That's what we thought it was. We didn't, you know, no one, none of us are malicious people that would want to bully someone it's just you get caught up in the game and you don't have all the information but america does have all the information and that's why it, it they can make a different judgment than we can at the moment yeah because you're just you're not seeing what nicole is saying or anybody else is saying when they go into a right confessional you're just not they could be yep. going into confessional and saying oh my god i can't stand tommy and then coming out into the house and kissing your right. ass or doing whatever or saying that about anybody yeah a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. One, one thing about the show that uh, it's kind of humorous is all the punishments and whatnot that that come up on the show. Oh, my God. What was your I, I don't remember. Like, like I said, I watched the season, but I have zero. I shouldn't say zero memory retention, but I can't really remember who won what competitions and stuff like that. Like at the end of the season, when you're doing that competition of having to pin who won what competition back and when, like, I was like, oh, my God, I'd be terrible at this. I, I mean, I guess if I lived in the house, I wouldn't because it'd be on my mind all day. But as a Yeah, viewer, you have nothing else to focus on. Yeah. <laughs> um, what were what did you get punished for? What were some of your I got punished. Got? I got so many punishments. I had to do the poison ivy punishment. Poison I had to do ivy, the rocket. Okay. The, the rocket punishment where I was like traveling at the speed of whatever. And then I had to do um the, we had, I had to eat slop and be a have not too. I think I had the most out of anybody. Oh, you had three. It was punishments. so hard. Yeah. And it's so funny because like you said on the show, the punishments are really humorous, but they're actually really hard. And I didn't expect that. Like when you watch the show, they edit it to make it look cute. Like I remember Jess and Cody had to be like frogs at some point on their season. I was like, oh, so cute. They have to hop around. It's literally torture. Like the helmet that I had to wear for the rocket thing was so heavy. My neck was stiff. I couldn't, I had to, the only time I could take it off was when I went to bed. So eventually I was like, wait, big brother. I literally, my, my neck is killing me. I have to take it off, please. And they like made an exception, but like, even then, I, at some point, I had to get painted completely pink when I, the poison ivy punishment, yeah. and my skin was so itchy I couldn't stop scratching. It was like irritating my skin. I felt like I was literally trapped and, and like claustrophobic. It was the weirdest thing. It was literally torture, and and, and it really was a punishment. <laughs> doesn't each doesn't each punishment last a full week? A full week. I couldn't shower. I had to be painted pink and spotted poison ivy. It was torture. And I'm like a clean person. I don't like to like get in my bed unless I shower. I couldn't shower. And I had to – it was literally torturous. And then I would get out of my, my bed in the morning and it would be – the sheets would be all pink. It was it was like I was living in filth for a week and I was, it, I was the filth. It was horrible. What was, <laughs> what was the thing about being a rocket? Didn't that have something to do with – Passing up Hawaii or something like that with 
didn't the rocket Ooh, thing have to didn't the rocket thing have something memory. to do with yes. cats? Yes, it did. So one so what happened was we we're playing a competition and the way it works, you get to choose um it the further along you get, if you're in sixth place, you choose a prize, but it's probably gonna get stolen from you. Fifth place, you get to choose a prize, and so on. And the first place person can pick from whatever prize they want. Yeah. I had a choice to choose between Hawaii or a punishment, and I chose the punishment and I gave the uh trip to Kat because it was right after day 44, the legendary crazy day where Christy and I tried to flip the house on her and she wound up staying. So I was like, okay, I have to stay in her good graces. Um, and I I have to try and mend things with her. So let me give her this trip to Hawaii. Um, but she, you know, she wasn't really, uh, she didn't really seem too grateful about it, to be honest with you. (laughs) I guess I I didn't realize that she ended up with a trip to Hawaii. She did because of moi. Um, <laughs> Let the record show. Okay. Um, what was the? Um, I, I'm trying to think of just kind of going chronologically here. So we're we're at, we're basically right in the middle of the season right now, right around because there was 99 days and so yeah. then Cat I think was eliminated on 50 day 56 or 58 something like that. Um, uh-huh. And then it was we're getting down to kind of the nitty gritty of all right who's left here. And clearly, Jackson and Holly were a twosome. And this kind of goes for, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Survivor. I, do you watch Survivor by any chance? I watched this season. Okay. I haven't watched it before. Okay, so one of the big things in Survivor is breaking up couples. If there's, or not even a yeah. not even a, a boy-girl couple that is interested in each other. Just two-person alliances, three-person alliances. But especially yep. two-person alliances. And from what I have learned about Big Brother... In the past, couples are targeted. And mm-hmm. so now, let's just say with eight people left, seven people left, six people left, why wasn't the focus to break up Jackson and Holly? Steve, I asked myself the same question. So uh, I think like, all right, so I'm going to go back a little bit further. Like okay. when I first came into the house, I my strategy was to align myself with a strong alpha male and a very intuitive, loud, outspoken girl. The, that was my strategy. I thought that those type, those two personality types would complement my game. Yeah. So that was Christy and Jack were like my, my two people. Once Jack got eliminated, um, then I wanted to see if Jackson could kind of replace his slot in terms of my game. If Jackson could be my alpha male that kind of protected me um, moving forward. So when I got HOH, I did not put Jackson on the block. I wa- I wanted to target Cat and Cliff instead because we were Cat and Cliff and I were playing very similar games. We're very similar people. Um, so I wanted to. I did not want to break up the showmance then because. Holly was one of my like ride or dies in the house. I was very connected to her as well. Um, I, I wanted to go all the way to the end with her. Uh, and Jackson, I wanted him to like kind of protect me. So I didn't want to break them up then. I thought it was a little too early. Had I won HOH any time after that, I would have targeted Jackson. He would have been the one that I was trying to get out. It just so happens that I won HOH in the middle of the season. I evicted uh, Kat. And then after that, 
Holly and Jackson just kept winning HOH back to back. No yeah. one could split them up. Yeah, we true. couldn't get them out. We wanted to. We wanted to, but we just couldn't. Me and Christy, they Jackson was our target. Holly was never my target. I always wanted to work with her, um, but Jackson, I I did want him out. I just couldn't win. Um, and then Nicole wins in the double. And she, what, what happened was leading up to, this is so like, I love talking about this, like, but I'm sorry if it sounds confusing. I'm trying to like no, make I'm, it sound as simple as I can. It's, it's all right, refreshing so, in my head now when you talk about it. All right, good. So this is now I'm rewinding to the week of Taco Tuesday when Christy and Annalise are on the block. I think we're in the top eight at this point. Um, it's Taco Tuesday had just happened and Christy was staying. We knew that. So that means Sis was getting, Annalise was getting evicted the next day, which means that it was going to be me and Christy, Cliff and Nicole, Jackson and Holly. That's three couples right there. Yeah, and six. then you had Jessica and Nick. So I, at that point, I sat in the backyard with Cliff and I said to him, Cliff, I see the trajectory of this game. I know the way that it's going to go. Jackson and Holly are trying to pin me and Christy against you and Nicole. I don't want to do that. I'm letting you know that I'm not targeting you. I'm not targeting you. I'm not targeting Nicole. I don't want that to happen. There's th- going to be three couples left in this game, and I don't want you guys to be the ones that we're going after. So I tried so hard from all the way back then at that point. I saw what was going to happen, but Cliff and Nicole just didn't bite the bait. They, they won that double uh, HOH, and they took the shot at us instead. They felt like we were a bigger threat. Yeah, that's where. I mean, I kind of remember some. I, of I that. can't get no. it too. Still, I like. I don't understand how. Because here's the thing: like Jackson and Holly had won so many competitions at that point. Christy crumbles under pressure, like she couldn't win any competitions. So I was so confused why they would have wanted to take the shot at us instead. But you know, they, they have their own reasons. They have their own agendas. They thought it was best for their game. Yeah. Um, and who knows what would have happened if they chose to uh, go against um, the other two instead? It, it might have worked out different. It might have not. Now you said you said Holly was one of your ride or dies. Um, yeah, she was. But once Holly and Jackson were clearly a thing in the house, mm-hmm. did, did you ever think that you and Holly could ever be final two? Yeah. If if and how? Well, here's the thing because. Christy was such a big target. I would have loved to get it to the end with Christy, but because she was such a big target, I, you know, it's a game. I didn't know if I thought that I knew that people were after her also. If she didn't get to the end, I was going to need to go to the end with some people. So I was really close with um, Nick, Annalise, and Holly were probably my like right, they were like right up there. Um, And then uh, what's it called? Nicole too became that uh, halfway through the season. She climbed her way up there on my totem pole as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, that the goal was if Jackson got evicted, then Holly and it would only bring us closer, and she would truly be a number for me at that point. Like we would truly be working the two. I, I would have her undivided attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you, so, so you that were- was the goal. So you were hoping that somebody outside of Jackson or Holly would have won HOH at some point, and then one of those two would have been put up, and then they would have been split up. Preferably Jackson, yeah, because he was dominating I would have, challenges. I probably would have tried to, if at some point I would have won HOH, um, I would have probably put up 
uh, Jackson and my Cliff or Jackson and Nicole. I would have never put Holly on the block because I wanted her to really know that I was 100% with her. But I, I did. I didn't want to take the shot at Holly, but I wanted to try and take the shot at Jackson at some point. Gotcha. Okay, so we just couldn't win. We couldn't win. None of us could. They were so good. It would literally be Jackson won, then Holly won. Jackson won again. Holly won again. It was four weeks in a row. They just lived up in the HOH room. It was impressive. So when we were down to the final five, now we're going to get to the point that we talked about at the beginning of the podcast. Mm -hmm. We're down to the final five. Cliff, Nicole, Jackson, Holly, and you. Jackson, correct me if I'm wrong here, but Jackson wins HOH, and he puts... You and Cliff on the block. Nicole wins mm. veto. So Nick, uh, so um, Jackson had to replace Cliff with Holly. Right? With Holly, yep. Okay, so now Tommy and Holly are on the block. Jackson can't vote. So the only two people voting are Nicole and Cliff because Cliff was just taken yep. off the block. Yep. Like I said, we're all supposed to believe at that point that, hey, Cliff and, you know, Cliff and Nicole are, they're going after, they're fi- they finally have their chance to break up the Holly-Jackson yeah. alliance. And now you're saying, and then we're, we're led to believe this is what's going to happen. And then you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, Jackson told a lie. What was the lie that he told again? What did he go so, to them? What story did he go to them with? He, he went to them with some sort yeah. of plea, right? Of why yeah. should li- they shouldn't eliminate Holly. Yeah, so what happened was I told Cliff and Nicole, uh, if you choose to keep me, I will 100% be with you. I will be a number for you. I will fight with you. I will not work with Jackson. I will be completely just a number for you, a warrior for you. Use me. And I said, I will happily take third place to either one of you. You're both gamers. See, at that point of the game, now the fan in me is starting to come out. And I know I'm rooting for the underdog too. Yeah. Like as much as I love Jackson and I'm so happy that he won, I really am. I would have loved to have been a part of a season where the underdog won, Nicole or Cliff. Yeah. And I, so I said to them and I really meant it. I will happily take third place to either one of you. Keep me in this game by taking a shot at Holly. You're taking a shot at Jackson. He's, she's a number for him. If you choose to do that, he's alone. And we can try – the three of us can take out that one person together. It's a numbers game at this point. Yeah. Use me. It's you, it's you, Cliff, and Nicole versus Jackson if they vote Holly yep. out at that point. So they went to – I don't know why they didn't take that. I don't get it. I still don't understand I, why Cliff me. and Nicole didn't take that. I, well, what happened was Jackson was listening by the door to my plea to them. So he heard my plan. Oh, he yeah. heard everything that I was going to say. Not that it's anything like. Did we did we see this as an audience? Crazy. I don't remember. Did we see yes. this? Okay. Yeah, you got like they showed him listening to the door, tiptoeing away. Um, so what he wound up saying is that I came to him after I had the conversation with them, and mm-hmm. I said I just went to Nicole and Cliff and told them that if I stay, I am going to go with them and but I'm not going to. I'm going to really side with you Jackson. I'm not, my plan is to just have them vote to keep me, but then I'm going to um wind up turning on them and be a number for you Jackson. Okay, so then it would be so two he, on two, Cliff and Nicole versus right. Jackson and Tommy. He he had them yes. believing that. Okay. Well, no, to be honest with you, that was what he said and then there wound up being a big house meeting, a yeah. big fight in the kitchen. 
Um, and he tried to solidify that lie. He tried to really plant it in their heads. But after the fight, both Cliff and Nicole came up to me and they said, we're going to go talk upstairs, but we don't believe him. We know that you're telling the truth. So then I was like, oh my God, there's hope. I really might be staying. And then they come down from talking in the have not room and they say, Tommy, we're keeping you. And I'm like ready to cry. I'm so happy. They're like, but listen, we want to just go talk to Holly and uh, Jackson and let them know where our heads are at. Let them know where our votes are going. We don't want them to be blindsided, but know that the vote is 20 minutes away from right now and we're voting to keep you. So I'm like so happy, crying happy tears. They go into the bathroom to talk to Holly and uh, Jackson and another fight breaks out. And it was really frustrating to listen to because so, you know. um, I kind of remember that conversation in the bathroom between Jackson and Holly and Nicole and Cliff where they were basically telling them why they needed to keep Holly over you. Yes. And what what was their reasoning? What was was their convincing line? I know that it sounds like pretty shitty, but this is all I can remember right now is that – they would say things like, America's going to see that you guys broke your word. We had a deal, and now America's going to hate you for breaking this deal. We shook on it. We had a deal, and you guys did not uh, – you guys won't stand by it. America's going to see that, and they're going to – they're not going to like that. Mm. Um, so that was kind of the tactic to – And I don't know if that's what wound up changing their minds. So now at this point, I think I'm staying. I'm like, oh, shit, all hell's breaking loose. But like I'm going to stay out of it. I don't need to be there anymore. I'm staying. My my fate is sealed. They they told me, the voters, that they're voting for me. Um, I never expected them to change their minds. So now Big Brother's coming on in the loudspeaker. Yeah. And – Big Brother says, you guys, stop fighting. It's time to vote right now. We cannot waste another second. They had been coming on the loudspeaker. They're like, you have to go sit in the living room. You have to go sit in the living room. Time to vote. The live episode is airing right now. Um, So then they said, you have to go in the living room right now. I go sit in the living room. I'm the only one that went. And I see uh, Cliff and Nicole go to Jackson and whisper something. And I see them go to whisper something to Holly. And in that moment, I realized, oh my God, they just flipped again and there's nothing I can do about it because I ran out of time. I can't defend myself, even though I know that this is not the way it should go. It should be me staying. I would fight more if I had time, but I just ran out of time. Yeah. And it flipped the last second. It flipped 20 seconds before we had to go sit in the living room. And then you were gone. And it was that- wild. Yeah. And then you were gone, Ugh. and that left Cliff and Nicole against Holly and uh, Jackson. We know what happened from that point forward. Was there any part of you – I know you ended up voting for Jackson in the final vote. He wins 6-3. to three. Um, Was there any part of you that was thinking of voting for Holly? Yeah, honestly, I, I think that Holly played an amazing game. And to like the reason why I love Holly so much is because I actually think we play really similar. It's funny because I think that me – Cat, Cliff, um, Sam, and Holly all play really similar. We kind of fly under the radar in a sense, and we hide behind bigger targets. Um, but we're we're very much up the game in our own way. Um, so I saw that Holly was doing that, and it's funny because 
I was very threatened by Cliff, Nicole, uh, Cliff, Cat, and Sam's game, but I never felt threatened by Holly's game. Like I was always ready to work with her. Be on, I was always on the same page with her. Um, and I really did respect her game a lot. I think that she played a great game. Um, what people don't like realize is that Jackson is like, you know, he's more of a hothead. And a lot of times Holly would have to hold him back and stop him from uh, acting out irrationally. And that's kind of what got both – like they really were a good team and that's why they kept getting further. It wasn't just him but the amount of competitions that he won. And I'm not just – I'm not one to vote solely based off of competitions. But I'm pretty sure he broke a record record for winning the most competitions ever in a single season. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's for sure true. He's really up there if he didn't already win it. He's like, it, it was insane. I think he won like 12 competitions or something like that. I, you can't ignore that. Like that's definitely, that's something that's like, and then you know what it was actually, it was him being able to manipulate Cliff and Nicole that put me really over the edge. I said, if this guy's in the final two, he's not just a physical competitor because that whole um campaign to get me out versus holly was all jackson and not holly it really it really wasn't she wasn't as much of a part of it as jackson was so the fact that he got me voted out over her i saw that as part of his social game so he's not just a physical competitor he's also a social competitor so that was kind of what solidified my vote um and you could he was in the final two i would have voted for him i think no matter what even versus nicole as much as i would have wanted to vote for her even over cliff i think it because of the competitions and that week that he got out that got that he got me out so you could have been a better jury and been like fuck that guy he voted me out i don't want to vote for him but yeah you voted with your with your head and not your heart um yeah i'm such a fan of the game steve (laughs) like it's literally my favorite game in the world i'm obsessed with it so i I, like i i would never i can't be a bitter juror it's just not in me so Um, i respected it so you would have voted for jackson obviously you did versus holly in the finals you would have voted for him over Nicole in the finals and you would have voted for him over Cliff in the finals if that were yeah I think Cliff Cliff I would have really been on the fence it would have been their speeches and even Nicole like I would like to say to you right now that there would have been a shot that I would have voted for Nicole too just because I love her so much and it would have been great for an underdog to win our season but I still like like when once I really think about it and like all the the points that you know, he just played a great game in comparison. I think I don't know how anybody could have beat it. Um, yeah, I mean, he was dominant. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't watch the show. But he was it seemed like he won every competition that he had a chance to win at. Like it, it didn't seem like yeah. he missed many. Um, especially yeah. towards the end, as the last you know few episodes rolled in, it was just like like you said, it was him, then Holly, then him, then Holly, and nobody yeah. could really break them up. Um, yeah, it was it was quite an interesting season. Like I said, my first time around, and. Uh, I, I, I did enjoy it. I, um, you know, you were, you were somebody that <clears throat> I think when I, I did a podcast while the show was airing, I think there was about, gosh, maybe five or six players left. It might've been final mm-hmm. five, might've been final six. I had someone on from Rob has a podcast who was, Oh a yeah. Yeah. Big, big I heard brother. You talk fan. about that. Yeah. It was a big, uh-huh. big brother fan. And I, and my whole thinking was, not knowing how strategy worked, not worry, knowing how juries worked in past seasons, my thinking was 
if Tommy gets to the end, he's going to beat anybody. That was I. That's how I felt. I did, and I don't know why I felt that. I maybe I thought because I thought you were the most likable on the show, and that's why you would get the votes. But I wasn't thinking of the dominant Jackson and his crushing of all the competitions. But I, I, I think I said, I think I even told that person, I don't see Holly beating anybody. Like if if she gets there, if Holly stood in the final two against Nicole, I don't think Holly would have won. If Holly stood in the final two against Cliff, I don't think she would have won. She clearly didn't win against Jackson, and I don't think she would have beaten you. Um, what, what do you think of that? Like, do you think Holly would have beaten Cliff or Nicole in the final two, or is it tough to say? Um, honestly, uh, I think, like I said, I think that Holly played an amazing game. Yeah. I, I don't, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, do I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that it would have been really tough. Um, I think that at that point, the way that the season unfolded, the arcs that both Cliff and Nicole had, they would have their them being in those final two chairs. It would have been so compelling. It would have been hard to not vote for them. Yeah, over and somebody else, you know. Plus, you have the underdog story with both Cliff. And yeah, Nicole. and I think you yeah. know, even though Holly did really well in competitions, I think she won. What three she or did? Four? She did so great. Yeah, she won. Uh, I, either three or four. Three I forget. Four. But she, she did great. Yeah. There was just this sense that Holly was basically riding Jackson's coattails because she was with him, and basically, as far as Jackson was going, that's why Holly was going as far as she was because he was her shield. That's that's the sense that I got. But it's not like she skated you know because how she Holly did win three or four competitions. Won? You know how Holly could have won if she would have taken Jackson out. Yeah, she would have taken Jackson out. Yeah. If she would have taken Jackson out and said, I did like use him as a shield, that's part of the game, that was my strategy, and then once it was time, I got rid of him, and that's why I'm here. That would have been, I, I don't know how you wouldn't be able to vote for that, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, that's that's an interesting, and I think I might have brought that up. Like, what if Holly is playing, like, because at the time, there was five or six left. It was clear that Holly right. and Jackson were very close, and spending every night together and having sex on the live cams whenever they could. But um, <laughs> it was like, what if, what if there's Walked a devious, what if there's a devious part of Holly? That's like, I'm going to take him as far as I can. And then the second I get a chance to cut his nuts off, he's gone. And I'm right. going to just be a pull, like the biggest, you know, it, it would have been, history it would have been insane. I think America would have died over it. Oh yeah. I think it would have been know, great it, TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Hollywood would have been hated or if people would have loved it. I mean, it would have been a just a, a definitely a ballsy move in the history of the show, I would think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know. Yeah. I know. It's all the shoulda, woulda, couldas all the time <laughs> you think about them. Yeah. Um, I was just on the phone with uh, Christy and Annalise, and we're talking about, what if I would have put up so-and-so and so-and-so when I won HOH instead? But you just never know, and it you know, it, it was the best thing I've ever done. I really was my favorite experience. Well, clearly you would you would go back in a heartbeat if you were ever asked to do it again. Right? Oh my God, yes, <laughs> yes, I love the show so much. Um, yeah. So CBS came out yesterday, <clears throat> actually, and said mm-hmm. that there is a plan. They, they have it in their plans that that Big Brother twenty two and Love Island is going to air at some point this summer. They haven't given a start date because they haven't even started yep. filming. What have you heard about possible Big Brother 22 or a possible All-Star season? Have you heard Yeah, anything? I've heard I've heard some rumors I have. I I but they're all rumors and you just never know like the thing is with Big Brother they always say expect the unexpected and that really is the truth. Like 
if you expect them to do one thing, they're probably going to do the opposite. So it's, it's truly just so hard to say, like you hear rumors, you talk to your friends, but like what's true and what's not, nobody knows. Nobody knows except for the producers. Like they're the only people that make the shots. They, they call the shots. They, they're the only ones that know. And what I think that happens is that they have a bunch of plans as well. Like they, they don't know themselves until it's one big puzzle and they put it together piece by piece. So we, we don't know what's going to happen. Nobody knows what's going to happen still, but I'll be, I'll be very honest with you. I'm sitting by, I'm looking at all those articles too. I'm very excited whether, whether I'm invited back or I am watching from my living room, I will be freaking out regardless if it is an all-star season. Or even get invited well, even back if it's just regular. To, to, ho- to do a challenge or whatever. Like one I would die. Yeah. I would literally die. It's literally like my fate. I like eat, sleep, and breathe Big Brother. I love it. It's so, so great. So, Did you like it? Do you think – you, will you watch it again? What do you think? I, I think I, – I definitely think I will. I, 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 I did enjoy it. I, I enjoyed it more towards the end. Because not on this summer. Yeah. So you're going to have time. Exactly. Just flat opened up. And even, even next summer, if we're back on regular schedule yeah. and Bachelorette is airing in June – um, I, I, I think I will because it, it, it hooked me to a point where like, I did not follow the live feeds. Um, that was, no, a thing I, where it was just like, I never did that actually. Yeah. I, I would go to a couple of Twitter accounts that would, you know, summarize the live feeds. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to sit right. here and watch them, but if someone wants right. to summarize them for me, great. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think I'll watch the next season that they do. Um, I, you know, I, as I said, I never did <clears throat> watch any previous season. However, I did watch both. Celebrity Big Brother season, so that's how I had an idea of what okay. Hoh was and what a, and what um, you know POV was. The I veto, was yeah. yeah the veto. I was like, oh okay, this is how it works because right. I knew when those shows were announced, it was a two and a half week commitment. Even though it was three times a week, I was like, I right. can do that for two and a half weeks or three weeks, however long those seasons aired. Not mm-hmm. three months. Like it's just it's fifty know, episodes or something ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's it really is. It's crazy. It is. So we've uh, we've been talking here, Tommy, for fifty minutes, and we've had a great discussion about <laughs> Big Brother. However, I let's I want to get down and dirty with you here, and let's do it. Yes, let's <laughs> let's. I've got a surprise for you, Tommy. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm nervous. Are you ready for your surprise? Sure. Go ahead, whatever. Expect the unexpected. I'm ready. Surprise, <laughs> surprise guest sitting here right next to me. Go ahead. Okay, Tommy, it's time to settle this once and for all. Why oh my God, did you yes! evict me? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Kat. <laughs> Tommy, I, no, we're getting down and dirty. It's time to answer the question. Let's Why go. Why did I'm you evict me? <laughs> Okay, so this this we, we talked about it in the podcast. It was day forty four when you had found out through Jackson, who told Jack, who told you guys that Kat and Holly knew each other, and she ended up la- lasting through. The, you said that that um, eviction. Uh, who ended up getting? Who, Sam get ended up getting sent home at that point, right? Yep. And then, Sam did. And then you said you had this, just pre- <laughs> like you had to get rid of Kat because of her connection with Holly, right? Oh yeah, yep. Well, hundred <laughs> percent. And 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 why it did, now, Cat? Obviously, you know, um, you didn't have much. You guys knew each other, but you yeah. weren't you weren't close like Tommy and and Christy. I know it was very interesting when. <laughs> 
when I got off the show and realized that <laughs> the person who evicted me actually had a secret of their own. But- yeah. <laughs> Well, what? Oh my gosh! When, when did Cat? When did um? How did it get out? You just told people, right? Oh, I yeah, <laughs> I just told Jackson at the beginning. I don't know. I was an idiot. Uh, <laughs> because I don't know. Well, I guess it was going through my head at the time. Is I thought. Well, he had told me a secret that I can't even remember what it was, and that was kind of like my secret that I was telling him, like, oh, like you can trust me. I'll trust you with this. Not thinking that it was like, you know, game altering. And then um, I also really trusted him that I didn't think he was going to tell anyone. But then come to find out, he actually told Jack like the next day. So, um, yeah. So they Moral- kept it pretty. They kept that secret pretty long because they didn't just Tom, Tommy and Chrissy didn't find out till, like you said, no, day but four, right. Yeah. He, I- he told him in the beginning and then he reiterated it. On day forty three or forty four. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I guess he Jack, brought it back up again and reminded Jack. Yeah, I guess Jack kind of forgot about it, but I also think that maybe Jack was using it as leverage if he ever needed it. You know what uh-huh. I mean? I don't know. So yeah, whatever. But you know who I bet feels really stupid though <laughs> is Jack because the way that he was like flailing around on day forty four, like accusing me and Holly of like knowing each other and being like, I can't have two people in jury that know each other. Or, you know, like two people, like whatever. Um, and then come to find out like his two, like number one allies knew each other. We did. I know that was, that was <laughs> poor, like a little rough. Poor Jack. We, oh, we were like, <laughs> no, but the truth is Awkward. you guys, you still did know each other though. And you, we were not wrong in that either whether, okay. So you didn't know each other as well as Christy and I did, but you still were final too. So still, there was a connection there, there was still and you still were connected to Jackson. So it was still a trio. It's not. It's not like the just because me and Christy are closer on the outside world than you and Holly were, it doesn't really matter in terms of the game. In terms of the game, numbers, yes, me and Christy were a duo. We were, you know, we were playing hard at, on day 44. But you guys were still a trio. You were working together. We were. And in terms of, in terms of Kat, let, let's settle this once and for all, why I had to evict her. Yeah. So Kat, it's not just because... Uh, Kat and Holly knew each other. Kat had a working. Kat was so good at the game, and I just saw through it. Tommy, she really, had a really working relationship. <laughs> she, no, she was Tommy, so good. Tommy she thinks I'm a mastermind. Had, <laughs> she had a working relationship with almost every single person in the house, except for me and Annalise. We were at the bottom of her totem pole in terms of working relationships, but everybody else in the house, she was solid with them. And that was dangerous. So I that, actually, that's why. You know what, Tommy? Though, I wanted to target Tommy, her. I really would have. Well, okay. There was like a one. There was like one or two days that I really was like, I probably put Tommy up. But <laughs> really, when it came down to it, when I was on the block, and every time I said that I wasn't, that I was going to put Jackson up, and that I was going to put Holly up as a pawn, I was truthful about that because kind of the way that the game was going, I yeah. I even talked to, to Julie about this during my during my eviction interview or whatever um mm-hmm. and she asked like you know i had a final two with jess and holly like who would i have brought to a final two and i was like honestly the way right. she was going i probably would have brought jess but right. um but you know yeah. you never know but no totally you, that totally makes sense do yeah you, do you regret evicting me <laughs> i love like the way you slide <laughs> off at the end of that question <laughs> um do i regret it um no he doesn't just, just wow just, no just, just say I think, yes and then steve cut the audio in terms of game and then we'll like edit it 
<laughs> in terms of game, I would say maybe. But in terms of uh, life after the game, I'm going to say a hard no because oh, this thanks. is just so much fun. And I want to just keep this going as long as I can. If I didn't evicted you, this segment of this podcast would not exist. And that yeah. a life without that is not fun. Because this is, this is a running joke between you two, right? <laughs> yeah. It's literally my favorite. Aww. I, like, literally crack up laughing every time she goes, then why'd you evict me? Like, and her delivery, she literally gets, like, really silent and really small. Yeah. And it's just, like, very pointed. And I'm like, oh, shit. But it, I, like, really secretly love it. Because I need to know. I need answers, Tommy. So, we're, Tommy. I'm, te- when, I'm telling you. It's because you were really good. When, you, when you put you this together, when you put this together to evict her, were the votes like kind of even or did you convince everybody she needs to go? And that's why the vote was whatever, five, one, six, one against her. Um, or was it definitely, I think it honestly, to be real, I, I don't know how I would tell Christy, Christy, like she's so good. Look, she's in, she's good with Cliff. She's good with Jess. She's good with Nicole. She's good with Holly. She's good with Jackson. She's good with Nick. Like she's literally good with every single person. And she was good with Christy too. Like Christy felt really solid with her. So she truly like was good with everyone. How did I somehow manage to get them to like, I don't know how that happened. Cause if I was the house, I would be like, no, she's a number for me. Why am I going to do that instead? Um, So I don't know how everybody eventually got on board to vote her out. But you know, I, I, I think it was, a mistake to be honest with you i think that she was uh she was a a bigger asset for most of them at that point rather than cliff steve let it be known that if tommy didn't evict me then i would have won the game (laughs) i don't doubt it like i totally i swear who would have targeted you cat who would have been targeting Um, nobody yeah nobody if if you were if you would have made it through that who who were you on the block against who was it um, Cliff. Cliff. But the thing is, the the game turns around so many times. So as of right now, but I don't nobody, know targeted, everybody but... loved you. Everybody was good with you. Nobody mm. would have wanted to evict wow. you. You well, would have won. Like you say it as a joke, <laughs> but you really might have. Well, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I it is tough to say uh, if she makes it through that yeah, what yeah. happens. But like you said, you know, as we know, Cat had relationships with a lot of people in that house where they were like, Hey, you were not your ride or die with so many different people, but people liked her. And yeah, she was real, including myself. I loved her too. We had so much fun the week before when we were now he's trying to backtrack. He's trying to backtrack because he was talking shit about me earlier in the podcast. I'm just kidding. You weren't, but no, I was, well, well, I, was I also I also were. heard that she was coming after me. She had said my name too to go on the block. Is so that true? Okay. That was a part of there, it as well. I, I said there was like a two day period that I was really pissed at Tommy <laughs> for what? Right. Um. Actually, oh, I think it had to do with maybe flipping the vote on me. Yeah, um, makes sense. But, he gave you a trip oh, yeah. to Hawaii. Wait, Kat, you want to get down and dirty? Because I remember what it was. What was it? <laughs> All right, we're going to get down and dirty. Are you yeah, ready? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. So <laughs> I will admit, I will admit in terms of Hawaii, and you know what, oh, Steve, yeah, you're, you're getting the exclusive. Yeah. You're getting the exclusive because Kat and I have never spoken about this. But in terms of Hawaii, I did give Kat Hawaii because it was a game move. And she was smart for seeing through it and seeing that that was a game move. But immediately after, I heard that she was going in and saying things like, 
he gave me Hawaii because uh, he tried to flip the house on me. Like, yeah, right. You think that's going to work? And I was like, wow, that ungrateful bitch. Yeah. I'm going to fucking evict her. I'll admit, I'll admit, Tommy, that week I was in a bitch-ass mood. Like, no one yeah. – like, even, like, I go back on Twitter and see, like, the live feed updates, and, like, literally no one could tame me. I said the meanest things because I was just, like, pissed. But, um, why, so, why, why, were, why were you pissed when people. you got a trip but, to Hawaii? But, okay, but, Tommy, here's the thing. You would not have been, <laughs> you would not have ended up with the trip to Hawaii. It would have kept getting stolen each time because people wouldn't have – I don't know. You would, no. have, you would have ended up with the – like, I don't, nope. I don't I forget how it works. Yes? No, it, it I definitely would have, you would have wound up with the punishment but, and I would have wound up with Hawaii. also, Tommy, think about, <laughs> okay, two things. One is if I, like, it was like you were saying like, hey, like, sorry, I almost flipped the house on you and got you evicted and cost you half a million dollars. But like, here's a trip to Hawaii. When If I want half a million dollars, I would have been able to tri- take the trip no matter what. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's true. So uh, that was, listen, that I'm was not my, doubting that, was my that it was sa- a game. <laughs> that was my savage thinking. Um, no, but- I'm not. I'm not doubting. I'm not. Uh, I'm not denying that it was a game move on my yeah. part. Like it really was. I tried to flip the house on you. It didn't work. You're still in the house. How can I attempt to mend? Fences. Let me give, give me her a Hawaii. trip to Hawaii. True. And but, instead of you know it working, it kind of backfired in the sense that I hear that you're going around saying, "Yeah, pff, that didn't work. I'm yeah. still after him." So yeah. I was like, "All right, well, <laughs> bet, bet I'll win HOH and put you up then." Yeah, I'm a bitch. Um, oh, the other thing is, is Tommy, you and I both know that I would not have been able to pull off that rocket costume as well as you did. What? I would not have been able to pull off the rocket costume as well as you did. I, I swear, I love my I love yeah, my rocket costume. I'm so grateful for it. I know you do. I, know you do. I gave you the rocket costume. I know you're right. <laughs> I'm. Ha- I truly. I'm happy. I. I don't need to go to Hawaii. I don't need it. <laughs> I'm really happy costume. with a rocket helmet instead and a neck ache. <laughs> I'm really uh, happy with the the neck pains. <laughs> you're welcome. You're you're so welcome. It's the least I could do. Wait. So, Kat, <laughs> did you ever take your Hawaii trip? No. I well, I gave it to my parents. And um, I was waiting. For... Oh, I should write them a, a you're welcome card. <laughs> well, I would. So I gave it to my parents because actually before I had left uh, for Big Brother earlier that year, I'd gone to Hawaii and I made it my goal that I wanted to send my parents on a trip to Hawaii so they could experience, Aww. you know, what I do uh, whenever I go there. But uh, I was I was waiting until like April to send them because that's more of like the season, at least in Maui. That's like when it's the time to go. Um, but then COVID happened. So. Oh, OK. So I haven't been able to send them yet, but so they haven't used it yet. Nope. But you definitely are giving it to them, and you're not taking it for yourself. <laughs> well, actually, no. So what it turns out is they don't even give you the trip. They give you it's like a five thousand dollar value. Um, so I've already blown through that five thousand right. dollars. But I mean, because but because I already promised it to them. Like I would be such a bad daughter if I was like, "Hey, you're going to Hawaii? Just kidding. <laughs> Just gonna spend all the money." <laughs> oh, so. Nice. Um, Okay. But uh, but yeah but I but I am gonna send them uh, as soon as we can travel and I'll probably go with them as well. Oh, oh okay. that's so nice. Look at Good. that. All because of Tommy. Yay! Aw, Tommy. Yep. And we both didn't win half a mil. Uh, yeah. I know. You, you get something. You, you get something out of it, right? Don't they pay everybody? Doesn't everybody get something? Yeah, yeah. You okay. get a little, little something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Tommy, I hope you liked that uh, little surprise that we had here waiting for you. I loved it. That was so – Kat, I love you. I'm sorry uh, I evicted you. It's okay. I'll, I'll bring it up at the next interview you have that I can, that I can watch. Which will, be, which will be tonight. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll bring it up tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Our Zoom reunion. Yeah. I know. Yeah, this, this podcast is uh, being – 
recorded a week in advance. But tonight, uh, Thursday, what's the date today? The twenty. Uh, uh, I, I don't even know what month it is. Yeah, what, <laughs> or what year it is? Today's the twenty-first when we're recording this. Um, you guys have a Zoom call tonight, Bachelor. Uh, Bachelor. Big Brother 21 cast is doing a Zoom call. Tommy, you can explain it. Go ahead and uh, tell everybody. I mean, by the time this is aired, that it'll already have passed. Yeah. But what you guys? But they can probably find. I'm sure there will be like recordings of it. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe can, I think maybe you can still donate even after the it. fact. Can you donate after the fact? Yeah, I'm sure you can. So Big Brother, a bunch of the cast got together. We're raising money for this charity called Give Kids the World. Um, and it what it does is it kids that have critical illnesses it gives them a chance to go on a vacation with their families um so i think that it's just so sweet it's so great hearts of reality connected with us and they've set it up uh so the cast 13 of the 16 of us are reuniting tonight on a zoom call and people can donate 40 dollars to get a ticket to be a part of it rachel riley's hosting it which is so exciting because she's a freaking legend um yeah, and Steve so it, it's going to no, be I really do. fun. I do. I know oh, who that okay. is now. He's, he's, <laughs> I didn't see her season, but I know who she is. I know the name, and he's, I know what she looks like. He's becoming a super fan. Yeah, I've, uh, I've, I've become more and more invested in this show as uh, time has gone on since the season ended and since I started I can't wait to like, hear you. your point of view when it's happening next, like to like watch you like react to it and stuff. Yeah, in real time, yeah. Whatever, whenever the next season airs, whether it's this summer and – you know, Cat goes on as an all-star uh, appearance. <laughs> uh, Are you trying to jinx me? No, I'm not just saying. <laughs> I mean, I know, I I know you would. Um, would they ask? Or even if, if Steve, even you're if not there is an all-star, tell them that they reached out to me. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, uh, Tommy, thank you so much uh, for coming on. This was a lot of fun. I hope the uh, Thanks, the fans Steve. enjoy this. And uh, one of these days, I know what part of where are you uh, in the East Coast? Where do you live? I'm in Staten Island. Oh, you're in, okay. So you're in Staten Island. That's right. When you said the yeah. two the, the two Staten Island gay people that you said they wouldn't cast. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So you're yeah. in Staten Island. Um, I'm gonna be at some point when things get somewhat back to normal. Uh, I'm gonna having uh, all my family lives in New York. I was born in New York. Um, I was. Born, I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised at all. That makes total sense. <laughs> I was born. I was born in the Bronx. Um, I only lived there till yeah. I was three, so I don't really consider myself an East Coaster. I moved to southern california uh when i was three but every single one of my relatives every aunt uncle cousin grandparent i have lives in new york whether it's brooklyn westchester uh yeah. city yonkers bronx um they're all over but um so i will be going back to new york um at some point when things get back to normal and um for sure when i go back i'd love to uh we get we got to meet up in the city uh yeah we'll hang we'll take you to the best pizza joints out here oh yeah no i'd love i'd love that uh-huh. i love myself with some, some pizza uh can we also go to olive Good. garden in times square because i love that no place. absolutely not i'm putting my foot down <laughs> definitely not because <Damn> <laughs> i go there every time um so anyway uh <laughs> so tommy thank you so much uh for doing this i really appreciate it and uh thank yeah, you steve thanks for having me we'll be it was a lot of fun and cat thank you for uh sitting here and waiting this out <laughs> It was worth it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Talk to you guys later. Love you, Kat. Love Bye. you, Steve. Thank you, guys. You guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much to Tommy for that. Also to Kat for making a special appearance. That was a lot of fun. Um, Tommy is, talk about upbeat, positive, great guy. And he, I, I'm, I'm still amazed to this day that nobody in that house had a clue that Tommy and Christy had any sort of previous relationship. It is pretty amazing. Uh, that they got away with that and um, probably would have shot their game to hell 
if that would have been found out early on. Uh, there'd be no way they would have lasted as long uh, as either of them did. But props on them for being able to pull that off because that's pretty impressive. Um, thanks again also uh, to Kat for popping on there as well and giving Tommy a little bit of surprise. Um, if you watched the Hearts of Reality uh, Zoom call that the whole cast did last week, or I think most of them, I think there were two or three that were out. Um, it was fun. It was a fun time uh, for all of them. Um, I know Tommy said he had a great time. Cat did too. So uh, fans of uh, last season definitely got uh, got wind of that. So um, thanks again to both of them uh, for coming on, and thank you all for listening to podcast number 184. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. Of course, very much appreciated. It definitely helps the podcast. There are a lot of podcasts out there that you can choose to listen to. I'm going to pro- keep producing podcasts. We're three and a half years in now. It's crazy. I'm amazed because every week I go into this or, you know, as we start a month, I'm just like, all right, who's going to be my guest this month? Because I, you know, almost on a week to week basis, I'm booking this stuff. And I'm just like, okay, well, I'll get this person. I'll reach out to this person. And, you know, you know, you already know the situation with, you know, recent Bachelor and Bachelorette contestants. It's just so much harder to get them now than it was back in the day because there's strict rules now and they don't want to piss anybody off at ABC and I've asked a lot of people, and they're like, well, can I, I need to ask ABC first. I'm like, don't even bother. They're going to say no, so forget it. <laughs> you know how many people I've said that to. And I'm talking about people that maybe lasted one or two episodes are like, let me ask ABC. I'm like, really? Don't bother. It's not going to happen. So, um, But, yeah, uh, we're still going to get guests every week, and you know, I'm going to branch out. I want to do other things. Like, I still loved two weeks ago the interview with Brad Gilmore, the author from Back from the Future. I mean, that was so much fun for me. I would love to just get some of my favorite 80s movies, whether it's directors, writers, actors, actresses. Hey, if anybody out there, if any of you listening has access and wants to, you know, book this show for me um, and, and has access to a writer or a director or, you know, somebody who's friends with somebody that was in, you know, Back to the Future or Beverly Hills 90210 or you have some sort of contacts, please, by all means, help me out here because I don't have any. I'm just I just basically DM people and just say, hey, would you like to come on my podcast? And um, it certainly helps if anybody has any ins uh, to uh, to people that are somebody that I think that you think I would want on my podcast. Um, by all means, send me an email. Let me know uh, what you got. And um, hopefully we can uh, set something up. But gosh, just going through the 80s movies and the movies that I grew up with, with the Breakfast Club and Pretty in Pink and 16 Candles, you know, the Brat Pack movies. And then you got Ferris Bueller's, you got Karate Kid, you got Back to the Future trilogy. It's just, I'd love to talk those movies. It'd be so much fun. Um, And like I said, the one with Brad two weeks ago was was a lot of fun for me, as you could probably tell if you listened to it. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And we'll be back next week with uh, podcast number 185. So for Tommy Bracco and Kat Dunn, I'm Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in, and we will talk to you next week. See you.